Joining us on the line from Reader's Digest magazine, we say hello to Micah Tobe. Good morning. Good morning, John. Micah, well, great to have you on the line. Always great articles in Reader's Digest magazine, and this is another one from the health section. It's called The Quieter Life, and it deals with the fact that there's such a world of digital distractions and just constant clatter. It's tough sometimes just to find some peace. It is, and it's... Um you know, not only something that I think people crave, but it's actually good for our health to have some quiet, um, which is harder and harder to find. You know, even one of the big bold lines in the in the article is practicing 20 minutes of silent mindfulness exercise every day can improve your night's rest. Yeah, that's right. It's um, <clears throat> it's. And it's so hard to even find those twenty minutes, right? <laughs> but so but uh, yeah, they found that, and and you know you know on, on the flip side, if you don't do that sort of thing, like some of the negative impacts can be high blood pressure, uh, insomnia, anxiety. So it's really important to now, find some quiet. Now there, there's a number of things, a number of tips here to, to help us find it. Let's go over some of these. Uh, it, it's in great detail in the article. I urge you to pick it up on Reader's Digest uh, uh, on the newsstands right now. One of the big comments, of course, talk less, listen more. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty funny one. I guess, you know, a lot of times people are just uh, feeling like they need to express themselves all the time or be out there and be social. So uh, one of the subjects in, in you know, this article, um, it's uh, 10 different uh, tips from, from everyday people. And w- this woman always felt really guilty because she was introverted and liked quiet time. Um, but she finally realized that she could embrace that and that, you know, being quiet um, is, is refueling. It's actually kind of recharging. So she talks about how you shouldn't feel guilty if you're not doing something. Interesting. That's hard for some of us to mm-hmm. do. Uh, yeah, we feel like we should always be on the go, right? Yeah. Uh, there was a time when you said, oh, you know, you should meditate. It, it felt like such a foreign, such a, you know, crazy on the edge, hippie kind of thing to do. Mm-hmm. But meditation, even for just five minutes, can really be powerful. That's right. And and meditation has become trendy. I mean, again, I guess uh, to come back and I think, you know, people don't laugh at it anymore because there's so many great benefits to it Mm. but the thing that people have a hard time finding uh is the time to do it so you know we are suggesting here that you even meditating for five minutes can actually help you and it's also a start so you know when you go running you don't start by running for an hour you start for five minutes and then the next day you do a bit more so you know i think it's just about finding a little time and starting the practice. And sometimes just getting, finding peace could just be finding some solitude. They recommend that it's not a crazy idea to take a trip on your own. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We never really do that. I mean, I I know some people who do that and and there's some great benefits to traveling on your own. Um, Obviously it's very quiet. And um, this one woman that uh, we talked to is a 53-year-old teacher from Dundas, Ontario, who regularly, every year, takes trips off into Algonquin Park and just swims and canoes and, and just sits in the woods and meditates. And, um, you know, it gives her a chance to reflect on things in a, in a way without all of the interruptions. 
taking a trip, certainly a great idea, but you can also find a bit of calm right in your own community. Yeah, I thought this was an interesting one because, you know, the thought is you, you, you don't actually have to get out to the woods to find quiet spaces. Even in the, if you live in a big city uh, or even, you know, just a city, like you can go to places where quiet is part of these sort of rules of the place, like the library. Uh, in this example we have in the magazines, someone who likes to go to art galleries. I enjoy doing that because you go to the art gallery, you're around people, you're not feeling alone, but but everybody is quiet. And it's mm. a nice thing to be around people, but quiet. It really is. And tell you, one of the things that I think that has increased uh, the level of, of clatter, and certainly in my world, is the huge dependency on social media. Yeah, it is. It's definitely... It, Probably the biggest thing that's, um, you know, it's not loud in itself noise-wise, but it's it's loud in the sort of level of sensory input and, and information that you're reading. And uh, so one thing this article suggests is that you don't have to actually stop using social media. I think that's unrealistic. But you can turn off your notifications. You can remove the app from your phone. There's ways of limiting your use or the places that you can use social media and that can help a lot because it's very addictive and as we know it's designed to be that way uh, you know you you talked about uh, that you know the, the teacher that went uh due to sojourn up to Glonklin park wilderness tends to be a common thread and you even recommend in this article to take a forest bath yes which is uh, which is not a bath in the forest, although that would be <laughs> lovely, I'm sure. Sure, um, but it's this uh, term that came came out of Japan called uh, Shinrin Yoku, forest bathing. It's this idea that um, you know, so people can take guided tours now, forest bathing tours, where they they walk through the forest, but very very slowly, um, you just hardly move at all, and kind of just observe the plants that you see and the animals that you see. So not only are you in nature, but you're actually really mindfully looking at things. And part of what is supposed to happen when you do that is that uh, you stop trying to think through all your problems and um, solutions to your life come up naturally as sort of intuition. All kinds of great tips in this article. One last one before we go. Uh, Collingwood is very fortunate to have a labyrinth, and that's been quite a good way to bring a little calm into your life. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was one there, but they're, they're, they're in uh, pretty much every city has one, even if it's just painted on, you know, uh, a, like on a, in a park, like mm. on the ground. And so the labyrinth is just a path that you walk around it's not a maze because it's just a path but you have to walk around it and you go to the center and then you walk back out and it's a meditative tool that uh, kind of just has this internal effect of of putting you know sending you inside yourself and then bringing you back out it is a great article the quieter life for the world of digital distractions and constant clatter it's how to carve out some time to find some peace. Micah Tobe, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. If people want to find out more, where should they go? Yeah, you can check out this article and a lot of others at uh, rd.ca. Micah, thank you for being on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John. 911, what's your emergency? 
911, what's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship! Ah, there was an explosion! Oh my god, the ship is sinking! I can't get out! There's water everywhere! We're going down! I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry! Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.